peace of our Lord be with you. I do not understand my own actions. I do not do the good I want to do, but the wrong I do not want to do is what I do. Bible scholars have long debated whether those words from this morning's epistle passage describe Paul's life before or after his baptism. Some saying that it seems unlikely that by the time Paul wrote Romans, he would still be struggling so to do the right thing so long after his conversion and baptism. But while I cannot speak for you, as for me, what Paul describes in today's epistle lesson sounds like the life of every baptized person I have ever known, perpetually longing for a deeper goodness we do not yet have, praying with the poet Mary Oliver, I am so distant from the hope of myself in which I have goodness and discernment and never hurry through the world, but walk slowly and bow often. Every baptized person I know is still striving for that, reaching day after day for a deeper life with God. Not because we think we need to work our way into heaven. Not because we think we must do better in order to be loved and welcomed by God. We know better than that. And not because we think a more thoughtful, centered, prayerful life will earn us a reward or spare us a punishment. No. Rather, we long to live more mindful, thoughtful, centered lives of goodness, kindness, gentleness, and genuine righteousness because as far as we know, this is the only life we are ever going to have in this world. So of course, we want to live it as deeply, fully, and faithfully as we can. If we thought we were going to get to come back around, do this over and get it right next time, perhaps it wouldn't matter so much to us how we live this life. But as the famous 20th century American philosopher Louis Grizzard once said, this ain't no dress rehearsal. 
as far as we know, as far as we know, this life is the one and only life we are ever going to have in this world. And that's why we keep striving for a deeper life with God. Not because we're hoping for a reward or concerned about a punishment. No. But because we don't want to waste, misspend, underlive the only life we are ever going to have. Being reckless and careless. Hard and harsh, narrow and graceless, glib and shallow, deceptive and manipulative, controlling, sarcastic and unkind. No one wants to spend the one and only life we are ever going to have that way. No, what we want is what Paul wanted in this morning's epistle passage, which is to get on and stay on the path to depth, the path to a deeper life with God, a thoughtful, prayerful, mindful, gentle life of courage, compassion, spiritual depth, and careful, truthful speech. But, like Paul, in today's passage, we often fail like Paul, we want to live lives of absolutely unfailing goodness and truth. But we often end up doing what we don't want to do and failing to do what we do want to do. Reading those words of Paul's this morning, so reminiscent to me of a bit of correspondence that took place between Thomas Merton and Evelyn Underhill. Thomas Merton, a great example of the real depth of spiritual insight and compassionate living, once wrote to Evelyn Underhill lamenting his lack of progress in the spiritual life confessing all the ways that he was failing to do what he wanted to do as a follower of Jesus and a child of God. To which Evelyn Underhill responded with that unforgettable sentence, we must reach for what we do not have by the faithful practice of what we do have. We reach for the unfailingly thoughtful, mindful, prayerful life we do not have 
by the faithful practice of our desire to be that way. And the more we practice being thoughtful, mindful, truthful, prayerful, gentle, generous, agendaless, and kind, the better we get at it. Until eventually, we actually begin to become more the way we want to be than we once were. It doesn't happen all at once or once and for all. And it may never happen completely, perfectly, or finally. But little by little, step by step, we can actually go where we want to go in this life. We can actually go further and further on the path to depth, reaching for the unfailing goodness we do not have by the faithful practice of our longing to be that way. All of which calls to mind for me an article I once read about a minister in an Episcopal church in London who prior to entering the ministry had served as an auctioneer at Sotheby's, the world famous auction house. Near the end of the article, the reporter who was interviewing the auctioneer turned pastor asked if he had noticed any similarities between the auction house and the church, to which the minister replied, well, actually, there is one way in which they are the same. Back in those pre-computer days when I worked at Sotheby's, he said, we would write each day on a big chalkboard the currency exchange rates for that day, British pounds to American dollars and other conversion rates that were relevant to our customers and clients. However, he continued, since those currency conversion rates are of course always fluid and would sometimes change during the day, we would always write across the bottom of the board all conversions are approximate. <laughs> Which, he concluded, I have found to be true as well in the church. Indeed, all conversions, mine, yours, all conversions, are approximate, never final, perfect, or complete. It's a lifelong journey of falling down and getting up, falling down and getting up, falling down and getting up, reaching 
always reaching for what we do not yet have by the faithful practice of the genuine desire for true holiness that we all do have, always longing for and reaching for a deeper life with God, not because we think we have to, but because we can't not. Amen.